the, the patterns, the beliefs, the emotions um, that have then created whatever, you know, the current experiences that they don't want to experience anymore. And so once we've done the, the, the healing around that in terms of bringing the awareness to the to the forefront and often people can have and I've seen very stoic and non-believers around this work become aware <laughs> let's put it that way welcome to the business ownership podcast brought to you by awareness strategies helping you navigate the waters between entrepreneurship and ownership hey there peeps this is michelle nedelec and i'm super glad that you're here with us today because i'm here with my most amazing guest louisa louisa thank you so much for being here with us today thank you for having me i'm so excited for our conversation today nice so give everybody the highlight of who you are and what you love to do for business Absolutely. So I help high level entrepreneurs and coaches to be able to live at their fullest self-expression by breaking through the upper limits that we put on ourselves in, in life and in business. Nice. I love it. So how did you get into business coaching and something? Well, it was a bit of a surprise, <laughs> really, because I used to be um, a, a senior manager for social services and did that for about 13 years. And, you know, like all life journeys we have pivotal moments don't we along the way where um you know it was really seeing my my father pass away after just working his butt off on a, on a you know a corporate hamster wheel that made me realize you know I don't want to be doing this anymore and so I decided to take all my expertise from you know growing multi-million pound services um for social services and to you know leave <laughs> um and I've been coaching within the organization for for years as well and that was the bit that I really loved to do was to help people kind of have more of life and often I was telling people to leave <laughs> the, their job <laughs> right <laughs> I discovered it. really quickly that I don't work really well in corporate settings especially not unions it's like leave leave go, go. yes go. Back exit go you can sneak out here <laughs> yeah this isn't meeting your purpose you're not fulfilling your purpose anymore because jobs change around you don't they right and then it occurred to me I was like hang on a second you know um, I'm advising everyone else to live in alignment with their values and I don't think I am <laughs> so I, I decided I, I left and you know that was a, gosh it was seven years ago now and so you know I transitioned set my own business up and it's just been an, an incredible journey of, you know, starting with life coaching um, and then, you know, in, into business coaching. And because I realized I was doing all of it anyway. And so I now <laughs> I now lead I lead with, you know, helping people to have more success, basically, and bringing in the sort of mindset energetics and, and the business strategy as well, if that makes sense. Yep, absolutely. It does. So typically now, who do you work with? Who comes to you the most or who do you love to work with the most? I have. I would say I work mostly with coaches. That's in part because I also teach and train people to to use the Helix method, which is our energy psychology modality. And I also teach and train people to use the Akashic Records with the Soul Journeys method. Um, and so I attract a lot of coaches and, and mentors who are wanting to bring those modalities into their businesses. And then the flip side of that is I have a lot of very self-aware entrepreneurs who are wanting to continue their personal development journey because they know that that's you know, I believe your energy is a strategy in business. And so, you know, you can't have sort of just all the <laughs> fancy <laughs> strategies. You need the energy is, is is your strategy as well. Oh, absolutely. Bar none. I've seen so many people fall flat on their face using epic tactics. And it's like, eh, we got to back up the bus and start looking at you. And then they go and do the exact same thing all over again. And it works. Um, 
So there is definitely something to this, but talk to me, we'll get into this in a little bit, but talk to me about your Helix methodology. What is that and what does it entail? Yes. So it's an energy psychology modality. Um, we have a range of techniques that we use within it as, as a, the Helix method is the umbrella. Um, and one of the tools that we use that um, is, is a foundational tool is muscle testing with, within the, within the technique to help people understand you know what they might be hiding in their subconscious because we're really good at listening I think unless we've kind of really mastered the art of what are the stories the conscious mind is going to whip out as a classic that's being fed by the subconscious to you know try and keep us stop us in our tracks and that's what I love about muscle testing is that's how you can really <laughs> cut the, the 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 nonsense that the, the stories that the conscious mind is telling us and and really get to the truth of what is the root what are the roots that of the the fears the beliefs the stories the identity piece that is that is holding us back and so we use muscle testing and when we very much work with helping to change the identity someone's really embodied in their in their body so that because we create from our identity and who we believe we are so that we can let go of all of that and become a you know the highest version of ourselves right so for those who aren't quite with us yet let's talk about the practicality of business and you know those the hard stoics of this is all nonsense I don't do that (laughs) And yet their clients don't pay them on time. Their staff don't stick around there. What kind of other stuff is going on practically in their business when um, kind of before they come to you? Well, exactly. That's exactly it. Because it's, you know, if we believe that we've got a problem and and so often, if I just go back up up a step, whatever we've experienced, not only in it within our own businesses, but what we saw as children, our parents, if they were entrepreneurs, um, what they experienced, or even if let's say that we witnessed a, a parent being laid off and made redundant because the business was contracting, we, you know, and as a child, something happened. And then we, you know, we will have lodged all of those memories and the experiences of that within our subconscious. And then the subconscious is going to say, hey, we don't want you to have that experience. And so it's going to start to create things to keep ourselves safe. Um, and then what can happen is because we'll start to make decisions with all of that knowledge and intelligence within our within our subconscious, it's just not known, it's not in our awareness. So you think you're making a really good solid um, decision around perhaps hiring X, Y, Z person. And then, like you said, they don't stick around. Hang on, I've got this reoccurring pattern going on and it just makes no log- logical sense. <laughs> to why this is why this is happening and that's where being able to do the muscle testing to find out okay where's the root of this and you know I was working with a a client the other day and and she was absolutely blown away because she thought the root was going to be within her current business and it went back to when she was three and and she was like what it's like let's just work with what your body's telling because this is your your subconscious is just revealing to us the root of this and then everything starts to change when you have that understanding you bring that awareness to to you can allow yourself to let that go and be able to bring the logic mind on board because i think it's it's important otherwise the our brains can go what on earth are you doing (laughs) and again (laughs) try and take us out of it well absolutely it can and a lot of people that i work with will say things like yeah but i didn't have a traumatic childhood i said you could have the most fantastic childhood on the planet 
But if your sister stole your toothbrush and brushed the dog's teeth with it, all of a sudden you're like, I have to hone in on all my possessions. I can't let other people touch my things. I get, you know, and it's, and it's funny <laughs> to look back at and go, that was hilarious. Uh, but you know, that little four-year-old or whatever is still very possessive of their stuff because it's dangerous to leave it out in the open, which you your adult brain goes, yeah, I totally get that. That makes sense. Okay. Now, now how do you want to deal with this? Because clearly you're going to have to leave some stuff on the table for your employees to take care of. And yeah, you know, this is how this is going to go down. And, and <laughs> to me, it's fascinating how these patterns play out in people's lives. And a lot of people will go, oh my God, it's the same thing over and over again. It's like, okay, I've dealt with it already. And it's like, well, you know, you're a little kid, you're there's a lot of emotional tie-ins to that. I mean, you can well imagine somebody steals your toothbrush and goes and brushes dog's teeth with it. All of the impact and patterns that that can create, it spirals. And I love the helix concept. I'm starting to get how the helix comes in now. Um, so I'm <laughs> assuming that as you're working with people, you're looking first for the patterns. Is that kind of how that works? Exactly. Yeah. Talk to me about that. The, the patterns, the beliefs, the emotions um, that have then created whatever, you know, the current experiences that they don't want to experience anymore. And so once we've done the, the, the healing around that in terms of bringing the awareness to the to the forefront and often people can have and I've seen very stoic and non-believers around this work become aware let's put it that way as they feel the, the somatic responses from their body because your body will tell you. Um, and so I help people get into a sort of semi-meditative state as we're doing this. So they can really listen to how their body is is speaking to them so that their body will tell them about this is the moment when your sister, you know, stole your toothbrush and <laughs> brushed your dog's teeth with it. That image is going to stay with me, Michelle. <laughs> right. And, and, and it does. It stuck with me for a long time because I thought it was kind of a hilarious story. It's a good story in that. You know, it's a perfectly innocent story, mm. but it can wreak havoc in our business as an adult. It, and we have to understand that. Exactly. It's otherwise that three-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old version of ourselves is going to be rocking up to the CEO, you know, meetings and, and running the show, which we don't want. We you know we want to be able to take care of the, the inner child that we all have. And then of course, you know, the, the, the traumas that we can have that can come up in running a business, whether, you know, it's goals that haven't been met or financial traumas like, you know, um, bankruptcy or whatever it might be, you know, the journeys that people have along on the, along the growth of their of their business will 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 stay with them. And so it's not it's not just always inner child stuff. It is the it's the whole spectrum, of course, as well. But there's, it always goes back. It's always, always linked. So I like to work with people really deeply so that we can really allow that. Um, those patterns and beliefs that have then ultimately fed into that identity that we're currently holding, be able to let go so we can be free to not keep recreating them and then move into the balance piece around really getting focused on the visualization and where is it we want to go and who are we going to be? What's that type of person who's running that six figure, seven figure, eight figure business? What's the identity that we need to hold and really embody so that our subconscious, the cells in our body feel safe? to be there and to be doing that does that make sense absolutely it does well and personally i found that it was easier to pull up the successes if somebody's ever had successes in their life 
to be able to kind of hone in on that and go, oh yeah, okay, this is this is what it feels like to be successful. This is what it feels like to be on top. I'm good. And and then you start to kind of the layers of the pieces which can then be isolation it's then well then people want my money then people you know what happens in that moment and it could have just been a star moment in grade six playing so you know football i was gonna say Mm -hmm. soccer sorry sacrilegious (laughs) and uh and being able to kind of hone in on what negativity happens after that and you know what comes up is oh yeah that was an awesome moment that was my glory moment in grade six and it's like yeah but then what happened and that's that's the stuff that your body's trying to protect you from and in realizing that um you know how you dealt with success as a 12 year old is going to be totally different than how you're dealing with success as a as a 30 40 50 year old whatever the case might be but those the aspects can still play out that's such a good point that bit about you know what's happening just after that moment of success um, and as you were sharing that, one of the things it reminded me, one of the things I talk about with my clients a lot, because this the, the body response that we have to to success can often feel like um, a trauma. I'm sure everyone will recognize, you know, when you were nervous about something as you're growing up and people go, don't worry, you don't be nervous. Just be excited. You know, tell your body you're excited. It's it doesn't know the difference. It's the same thing. Well, exactly. If we flip it and you're excited because you've had a great success in your business, your body doesn't know the difference between nervousness and excitement. And so you can get kind of like a a shock to the to the system if you've had a a, a massive income growth that's been perhaps a bit of a spike and or, or you've been working towards it for a while, of course, and then it can feel like it's a sudden spike. It's just all come in at the at the at the same time. And so it's being able to then help people not have like a body crash afterwards or want to try and kind of throw all the money away because their body doesn't know what to do with it if that makes sense absolutely it does um and we'll get into this in a second have you i want to back up a little bit though and have you noticed anything different kind of about the patterns and things since the lockdown so have are people going back to the lockdown and going, oh yeah, this was kind of, this created some um, triggers for me um, without labeling things and <laughs> too much. <laughs> um, and and my curiosity is because I, I think people are underestimating how impactful that whole thing was. Um, because I did a lot of work with PTSD. I didn't, I didn't, um, like somebody else diagnosed it. I just helped people who had already been diagnosed with it. Mm. And in my experience, it was because people hadn't learned how to deal with that kind of thing up until that age. So typically, if you get somebody that's in a um, abusive family or something like that as a child, and they go and get um, signed up for war and they go to war, they tend to deal with it a lot better than somebody that had a happy childhood and then gets sent off to war in my experience. Mm. Um, and it's because they, they just have nothing to, none of their experiences up until that point have given them the tools to be able to deal with the things that are happening right here and now. And none of us were given any of the tools to deal with what was going on right here and now during the lockdown. So I'm assuming that it created a lot of triggers in that have you experienced that or was it easier than I'm giving it credit for? What was your experience? 
that's such a good question. I think for me, what I've seen with um, with the impact of lockdown, and this is not only in sort of entrepreneurs, but because entrepreneurs have family members <laughs> and, 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 and and children, and Why? the impact <laughs> the impact of people having social anxiety. I think that's something that's really I've really heard from a lot of clients around their children having social anxiety and it, again like you were saying depending on their up, upbringing what's going on at home it being impacted in a number of different ways but there's a huge gap for people and I wonder how this will play out as they get to become entrepreneurs and if they haven't had the support to kind of help them process this um, but there's a lot of socialization whether you were like an eight-year-old little girl you didn't get your p- birthday party because you couldn't have your friends around all those kind of key key sort of experiences that people can you know hopefully have or being 15 years old and you're meant to be going out and starting to kind of have a little taste of freedom and you know two years of not you know being on house arrest effectively the whole planet you know right it it was huge and then that knock-on impact I think is because from a holistic perspective thinking people as a whole is is then thinking about how has that impacted people in their in their businesses as well and how they lead and show up for themselves I was you know speaking to 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 many people as well recognizing that they felt anxious going out suddenly and and being with people again and getting on trains so it's the day-to-day life that I have found that has had the the biggest impact if that makes sense have you seen that as well um, I haven't gone into into kind of the therapy side of things mm-hmm. as much yet, um, but certainly I have noticed among uh, speakers, professional speakers, not having been on a physical stage for two, three years, and then going, oh, I got to get back on it again. It's it's as if we're going on the stage for the very first time again, and it's, and it's almost... <laughs> it worse um it's almost like going on stage for the first time when we were five as yeah. opposed to you know when we were 20 30 um it's almost as if we've forgotten everything that we had learned and it's like no I actually love this and it's awesome and it's fun and it's okay get excited about it and you know nobody's gonna bite your head off <laughs> they're just <laughs> freaking out because somebody's sitting within six feet of them right now and they're not used to it it's like oh you know, <laughs> you're we're in yeah weird things like they can smell perfume now Mm. so when you're sitting in a meeting for hours on end in a zoom meeting it's it's you yourself and you and you you know it's your house and you're familiar with it but then you go out into public and all of a sudden there's smells right there's somebody's shampoo somebody's perfume and and you think oh these are all nice smells and they are it's just not familiar anymore (laughs) It's like yeah. distracting and, and off-taking. It's like, okay, I just want my little space again. So I can don't want anybody around me. Yeah. <laughs> Even in the nicest possible ways, I'm still just, I want my little box so I can concentrate. Yeah. Uh, and it's quite, I mean, some of it's quite funny to me and some of it's quite disturbing for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it got is. the whole spectrum for sure. Absolutely. I mean, the flip side of it, I think, you know, we've seen a lot of people being very, having to be very creative yeah. Um, to be able to help their businesses to thrive in at such a pivotal time and you know there's a lot of trauma there for people who lost their livelihood like yeah. overnight effectively um, because not everybody was perhaps in a position where they were able to to be that and of course if you're in a sense of trauma you know a, a, a business trauma you're it's hard to be creative when you're in that stress state right so talk to me about kind of the physicality of 
of stressors and familiarity. So one, I'm assuming you're, you're, we're getting rid of the stressors. And then two, we're impacting familiarity so that people can um, act in the face of success. So talk to me about those two concepts, because I think it's a very foreign concept for most people. Yes. And a great way to, to think about this. I mean, I think people will recognize, they'll know, and depending where you are on your journey and how well versed you are with this, but you know when you feel stressed in your body and that your, your body starts giving you signs, even whether it's, you know, you're sweating more or your heart palpitations, or you can kind of get, you know, anxiety can bubble up. It can be a whole body visceral experience. You can start having scattered thoughts, all those things that will just start to have a have an impact. And the body is literally saying, slow down <laughs> it's time to, it's time to take a breath uh, and to take a break and um you know I think it's that thing is if you think that um you know you haven't got time to take a break it's time to take a break you know that that that's the the if you catch yourself saying that flip it and take a break so you've got those physical symptoms around stress that are going to bubble up as as your body's fit going into overwhelm and literally wanting you to kind of not move forward and it can literally happen if you're moving you'll start to feel that anxiety as your business is growing beyond your current identity, if that makes sense. So often people are like, why is my anxiety coming through the roof now? The business is going really well. You know, I'm flying, everything's happening, da, 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 da. But I've just got this kind of underlying, you know, sense of anxiety or worrying that it's all going to suddenly vanish overnight. And that's where you've kind of gone beyond your identity bandwidth that the body, so the body's going, Right. Let's let's trigger some symptoms here to to stop this person so that we can start to feel safe. So this is so helpful where you can start to do some very simple things to be able to let the cells in your body know what it feels like to be living at that next level of your um, your your business. And literally, you know, if you spend a few moments a day visualizing it, imagining how it's going to go your body is getting to experience what that feels like because you'll start to feel like, oh, this is going to be really cool. It's a little bit like I am thinking about going on holiday to Norway at the moment. And every time I think about it, it's like I'm already there. Does that make sense? I just use a holiday because I know that's an easy example for everyone because everyone, you know, you imagine you're already there, you're going to be on the beach or you're going to be with the whales or whatever it might be that you're doing. And the body's already gone there. So it knows that it feels that it, it can be safe to be there. Well, and you bring up a great point is a lot of people will, <laughs> to use a clinical term, poo-poo on the idea of, of visualization. <laughs> and I think it's important to understand that that visualization is paramount for your body to garner a sense of familiarity because we've all seen somebody do something that we've never done, whether it's cliff diving or parachuting or parasailing or something that is awe-inspiring and you're going like I would be terrified doing that but that person's done it every day of their life and they see themselves and they're like hi this is this is awesome I know how to navigate those waters so to speak mm. and unless your brain has the familiarity of those waters or what some brilliant psychologist once called the frame of reference then you can build that that played into it once you have that frame it's like having a wall of canvas an artist can't do anything but as soon as you put a frame on it, it's like oh okay now I get where my limitations are my balance and and all of a sudden everything that you have even though you may not have painted before 
comes into play and you have a sense of familiarity to it, which then leads to the safety, which then turns off all your fear factors, which then opens up, you know, all the, your blood circulation and your uh, executive functions start to function again. And it really does have this physical play on it. And we, I think it's paramount, especially as entrepreneurs that we figure this whole thing out because as woo-woo as it may seem to a lot of people, it will determine your success or failure as an entrepreneur almost more so than anything. Like yeah. you can mess your way up to success, not having a clue <laughs> what you're doing. And we've seen it before. We have seen the most incompetent people on the planets build spectacular businesses. And it's not because of their business acumen. It's not because they know how to set up their technologies. It's not because they know how to do marketing. It's because they can see themselves succeeding in a way that um, that garners that familiarity, That's, I think. But yes. go ahead and argue with me. <laughs> no, I'm completely in agreement with you. I think, you know, strategy without the the the, the mindset, if, you, if that feels a more comfortable term for people or the energetics, depending on, you know, what language you prefer, is going to get you so far. But it, mm -hmm. you know, use harnessing, being able to really work with your with your body and your mindset and and, and the energy is going to take you, mm -hmm. uh, you know, streams streams ahead. And it's exactly that. But being able to see yourself and live from the place of already having achieved it, mm -hmm. I think being an entrepreneur is just the greatest personal development journey <laughs> that there is absolutely I concur <laughs> well and I think energy is a good word because we've all well anybody who's been into a boardroom and anybody who's been into a business um debriefing where like the whole company is there and they're all anticipating kind of what's gonna state of the union talk mm -hmm. there is a very different energy amongst those and you can, it, it's palpable. You can feel the energy when you walk into a room of CEOs that are looking to do an IPO. And you can feel the energy when you go into uh, a room with a thousand employees and they're all waiting to find out whether or not they're getting fired or not. You can feel the energy. And yeah. that is exactly what you're talking about. And it's up to the individual that's in that power position to be able to yield that energy in a direction that they want that meeting to go. And if they don't see the end game in play, um, whatever they do see in play is going to manifest. Absolutely. I, you know, you, you brought me back to my social services days when I would have to do that. <laughs> very oh, thing. Trauma, trauma. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Going in and being the one that had to stand up and say, we're having to do a redundancy program, you know, and uh, I did, I was visualizing how it was going to go. And the positivity around it with of course the compassion knowing that people are going to be really freaked out but and the energy it it that's such a good example because you can absolutely feel it you know you can, you can cut 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 the air with the energy <laughs> right <laughs> anybody who's been in one of those you go oh okay yeah i get it <laughs> yeah it's uh like yeah hard, hardcore um so that's such a that's such a great uh, way to kind of help people get get that get their heads around it if if it is something new. But I think it is the most important thing because, um, you know, we do create from our identities. And so if anyone's wanting to grow to that next level in their business, make a bigger impact, branching off into a new product area, whatever it might be, we need to be the person that's already doing that to be able to really allow it to flow more smoothly so that we're not kind of having all the problems and hiccups along the way. Nice. So let's, uh, I'd like to talk about money in particular, because I think mm -hmm. people, 
<laughs> as weird as this may sound, don't really associate the functioning of their business with the money that the business is bringing in with their energetic state. So talk to me about money and one's energetic state and kind of how they correlate. Right. So there <laughs> are. She's like, that's a six hour. <laughs> like, right. How long have we got? <laughs> so I have a course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they absolutely do. And I can completely see because if you're, you know, depending on the size of the organization, you've got so many systems in, in place to, to be able to do things and loads of people that um, will be also contributing and their mindset's going to be contributing to the success of the business as well. And so, you know, this is the stuff, get your teams doing this work if you really want to grow ex exponentially because, you you know, we we think we're operating from our conscious mind, but the subconscious is running the show and we all have hidden blind spots um, that we don't know about. And that's where being able to do the muscle testing is, is, is so helpful. One of the things just this may help people resonate and it's certainly something that can be you can see play out in large organizations and small organizations is anywhere that you are you know your relationship with yourself and your relationship that you bring from your family life you know in terms of your attachment style is going to have an impact on how you have your relationships with you know your team members your relationship with clients and therefore what you're expecting in terms of how people are going to interact with you and then that has a direct result on whether people you know are going to want to carry on working with you uh, you're going to want to carry on working with them you might think it's because of x y and z but actually it's back to that attachment style or to the trauma that you had in uh, had in childhood um, as to why you're showing up and, and interacting with clients and with team members in in this way um, and that of course all affects the bottom line in terms of how much money you're bringing into the business if that makes sense so it's about the money but it's about so much more it's about you know your relationships with yourself how much self-love you have self-trust whether there's any element of imposter syndrome bubbling up in terms of operating how you you know impacting how you're operating within your within your within your business and one of the other big ones that has a, a huge impact on money and the growth of the, the business is around visibility visibility that for you as the the ceo uh, whether you're stepping into new territory or perhaps you're just becoming like the 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 leader of your of your your niche and being comfortable with that level of visibility visibility those are just you know a handful of some of the things that can bubble up that people might not necessarily associate with the money but will have an impact with the money coming in if that makes sense Absolutely, it does. So give us an example of a Cinderella story of one of your clients. If you can't oh. use names, just change them. <laughs> yeah, I can do. Uh, so one of my clients, I mean, I've got so many, but one of the ones I'd like to share because it speaks to the bit that we've been talking about, your body feeling safe. So one of my clients, she had her, her first 100K month, which was really, really exciting because it just did not look like it was going to happen. I know, right? I love it. And um, so it, she she was doing all the work. She was, you know, she was like a a, a excellent student in the sense of just implementing everything and, and doing, the, doing the inner work. Uh, created her 100K month and her body did not know what to do with it. Mm. It yeah so it was amazing she was like I Louise I don't know what to do my Facebook ads are all working like they're all flowing it's all amazing like 
I feel unsafe because I know what to do when the Facebook ads aren't working and I want to fiddle around with and I've got I've got something to focus on. <laughs> but everyone's paid, so I haven't got to worry about people paying. And her body was it was unusual for her body to kind of be in this space of you can just rest. You don't have to kind of create a worry or she was looking for the next thing to fix or to worry. Does that worry about? Does that make sense? Absolutely. It does. I can't tell you how many entrepreneurs I know that are like, they go to the beach and they're like, oh, okay, so maybe we should find some crabs or maybe we should find some clams or maybe we should take this rock and turn it over. (laughs) Okay. Or you could sit. Yeah. (laughs) That's the next bit is it's the bit after the success of really embodying it and feeling safe. So you're not going to then do the thing where you're um, trying to throw it all away and then going, oh my God, I've created a roller coaster. If, if that makes sense. Absolutely. It does. And, and I, I have seen that certain personality kind of types um, exacerbate it even more. So if they're really success driven, if that's the priority in their business is to be successful, they find it even harder to accept the success when it comes, which seems really ironic. Yeah, <laughs> it does, doesn't it? But then it's because we're the when we're if we're in that state, we are wanting to. The body is like it, the cells of the body are addicted to the state of searching and creating for the success. So they're just mm-hmm. going to continue trying to create it. Or you had so so many sort of hurdles along the way. We're going to just create another hurdle <laughs> because that's yeah. what the. So it's like the body goes through with withdrawal symptoms. If we are finding ourselves, oh, we're really being very successful over here. We weren't quite used to it. I can't, I can't appreciate it or stay here. So I'm going to go and look for the other thing because it's like the body goes, I need to feel that emotion now to have that fix, chemical reaction fix. (laughs) Well, and and it's funny because we don't talk about culture shock a lot anymore, but it really does become kind of a culture shock when things are going too easy for somebody that needs to be doing or if they need to have some drama, or if they need to have like, there's things, there's this activity, it's like, there's this buzz in their life. And when things are calm, some it, it's, it's like a brain overload. And then like, mm-hmm. I just want something familiar. I just want some comfort food. I just want some feeling. I just want my mom. <laughs> yeah. like, and your mom is that that buzzing, right? And it's it, it sounds really weird, but it is that lack of familiarity with this new surrounding again um, that we're coming into. So I know that our audience can relate to all of this because, you know, they're entrepreneurs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I know our listeners are going to want more from you. How do they start their journey with you? Oh, I would love to share with them. I have a, a free PDF which can talk them through how to do the the muscle testing with the Helix method, so that they can have a go at home <laughs> and 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 play. And with I've put in there some common uh, money blocks so they can muscle test to see if they've, you know, what might be lurking. And then they can, you know, we've got some free masterclasses that we have where I literally take people through, you know, um, guide them through some sessions there. Um, and of course, they can reach out at clientcare at louisahavers.com if they want to explore explore working together. Nice. I love it. And for those who don't aren't familiar with muscle testing, do you go through kind of the how-tos of yes, um, doing exactly. it on their own? Or... Oh, yes, exactly. Oh. It's step, step by step. And then I've got a little link to my YouTube channel where I, I do a little demonstration. 
um, because we use a, the the muscle testing that I love to use is the sway technique, which is where you're standing and you're using your body like a dousing device. The reason why I love it is because you can feel it happen. And so yeah. if you've never done it before, your brain's going to go, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and and to me, it's like if you doubt it in any way, shape or form, go and stand on the edge of a building or a cliff or a something and look over. And you will feel that feeling magnified 100% of it's safe to move forward or I really want to move back. <laughs> it's like, trust me, your body does this all the time. And when you gain a certain sensitivity to it, you can go all the way down to the yes and no's and all that fun stuff. So for those of you who aren't familiar with feeling what's going on in your body, it's okay. Your body does this, trust me. And it's just a matter of kind of honing in on it on a level that's familiar to you. So excellent. We will, of course, have the link to that in the show notes, um, but go ahead and say it just in case somebody's listening and for whatever reason, they don't have access to the show notes. Oh, fantastic. If you go to louisahavers.com forward slash gift, you'll be able to download our, our free gift. We've got a couple of free gifts on there, so that will take you to one of them. Um, and we'll make sure that we get, get you the um, PDF guide as well. Thanks. I love it. Uh, so peeps, go ahead and click on that link, open up a new browser, of course, because we're not done yet. So Louise, uh, at what point in life did you know that you were especially kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? You already mentioned that I was kind of in that stage, but what was the thing like, ah, do this. you know what it was, um, I helped my brother out with his music publishing business. And it was at that moment where um, he, he got me in so I could help him write letters to people saying pay me because he just didn't do it and I was like I've been dealing with complaints in social services I know what to write here um and so I was helping him with that and was a director of his company for a while and it was it all kind of tied in at the point where I was thinking what can I do I've got to you know I've got to leave here and so after helping out him out I was like I know what I want I want my own business I want my own business what can it be and that started started the journey I love it. That is awesome. I hope you appreciate all the work you did. For <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. You have been absolutely awesome. Any last words for our peeps? Oh, I just really encourage everybody to to have a go with the, the muscle testing if you haven't used it before, because you will be so su surprised as to what you can uncover and it will really help you to become more self-aware. I think we can always be more and more self-aware on our journeys and you know leading up leading our companies i love it thank you so much for your time i appreciate it and i know how valuable it is thank you so much for having me michelle awesome this is fun peeps this is michelle nedelec thank you for being here with us today be sure to subscribe to the show share it with your friends we love helping entrepreneurs grow are you running a business over seven figures but still struggling with technology headaches? Pay attention. You do not want to miss this offer. This podcast episode is brought to you by Awareness Strategies, who is offering a custom-built digital adoption roadmap for anyone running a business over seven figures who's wanting to grow their business in the next five years. And it's not just a roadmap. They offer full implementation as well. If that scares the out of you, check out awarenessstrategies.com forward slash roadmap for more details today. The link's in the show's notes. Don't regret not doing this. Do it now. That's awarenessstrategies.com slash roadmap.